This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that focuses on your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell, and today we're going to talk about spinal stenosis. John Shyanko is a physical medicine and rehabilitation physician. Health Dose asked Dr. Shyanko, what is spinal stenosis? We see that quite commonly in the office. So when I meet with a patient and we're discussing spinal stenosis, or maybe they've heard the term from their primary care physician or from some other referring physician, let's say, or they've heard it from a family member. I first talk about what the term means itself. Stenosis is just a term that means narrowing. So when you attach it to spinal, we're talking about narrowing of their spinal canal. So some type of structural narrowing. If the canal is narrow, that may compromise how much space nerves have to fit through. So if somebody has a pinched nerve, essentially, you're thinking about potentially numbness. If we're referring to lumbar spine, so they may have numbness in their leg, they may have weakness, they may have pain. It may be one leg, it may be both legs, mm-hmm. or either or. It may swing back and forth. What's inside that spinal column uh, besides the nerves that go up and down your back? Right, and that's the typical kind of follow-up discussion. So if we've established there's narrowing of the spinal canal, that's the follow-up. What's causing the narrowing? And it may vary from arthritic changes. When you think about arthritis, it's not just loss of cartilage that people think about and narrowing that's causing bone-on-bone, for example. You hear that reference a lot. It's kind of this chunky, bony overgrowth. And so as the bones, the joints get kind of thicker, you think of bone spurs, that can compromise or narrow the canal. You may accumulate calcium within a ligament. That's going to make it firmer and, again, kind of clog that canal. It may be disc changes. Somebody may have disc bulging, disc herniation. That may be another source that you'd still refer to, spinal stenosis, whatever's causing narrowing of that canal. Is it ever a traumatic thing, or is it something that comes on over time? Probably the most classic thought, when you hear the word spinal stenosis, a lot of times that's degenerative. So that tends to be a more progressive buildup over time. When you think of the herniated disc, for example, that would be more traumatic potentially. Somebody has this acute change, this big disc goes and it compromises, takes care of a lot of the space within the canal pinching nerve. You you mentioned numbness or pain in the extremities. What other conditions present to you when somebody has spinal stenosis? I mean, I would think a lot of times when we talk about more function or more impairment, they may look at this more broadly In other words, our symptoms maybe are less specific than that, but it's more how does this affect them? What can't they do? Mm -hmm. You know, and some of the classics you hear are the longer they're standing, the more it starts to hurt, or the more they develop numbness that progresses, the longer they're on their feet, maybe the farther they're walking. A classic reference is they have trouble walking or walking distances unless they're out there shopping for groceries. They're holding on to something. They're holding that cart and they feel better. Who typically does spinal stenosis happen to? Is there a typical patient? Typically, the most common would be older patients. As we get older, that's when you start seeing more of that calcium buildup within the ligaments or arthritic changes. Mm -hmm. So that would, again, be the the most common setting, and that gets generally gets worse over time. So what do you do to treat spinal stenosis? So when we see a patient... And we may be involved in some of the diagnostic studies. Maybe they're just describing some of those symptoms we talked about, but they don't know they have stenosis yet. Or we don't know that definitively as far as the way the structure looks. So we may use imaging. We may be ordering an MRI or a CAT scan. 
There's electrodiagnostic testing that we do that may be utilized to sort that out further depending on their symptoms. As far as treatments, physical therapy is often involved. Again, working on strengthening, there's some pain management modalities, lumbar traction may be beneficial. There are medications we may try. Again, it's patient's symptom severity that's going to guide some of these decisions once we know what we're dealing with. And so maybe anything from medications, physical therapy, there's procedures that we do. So I may be offering a cortisone injection or a lumbar epidural steroid injection is what it's called. Depending on severity and how they progress, we may work cooperatively with a surgeon too and make a referral. Is there a way to remove that arthritis that occurs between your your bones and your spine? Well, first we're hoping to avoid surgery and really keep that a last resort. Mm -hmm. So some of the modalities employed by therapy may be helpful. When we look at the injections that we do, cortisone is an anti-inflammatory. And so the idea is reducing that inflammation that's caused by arthritis Not unlike when you think about peripheral joints. If somebody has a swollen knee from arthritis, it may hurt just from even that pressure, right? So if they have a buildup of inflammation within their spinal canal, that's adding to the narrowing. That's potentially putting pressure on nerves. So if cortisone can reduce that swelling, you're going to reduce the pressure on nerves and feel better. Less pain, numbness, weakness, whatever the case may be. Do I need a referral to see you about what I suspect might be spinal stenosis? What's the first step for somebody who has that kind of an issue? We wouldn't require a referral. We never require that. We do get referrals from physicians, but it's not necessary. You can come directly to our office as a self-referral. That is physical medicine and rehabilitation physician, Dr. John Shyanko. As always, if you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again soon for another episode of Health Dose.